Ho, 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 kiddies. Happy holidays. And welcome to my little shocking filler. Oh, sorry. That should be stocking filler. A dash of festive fear. Tonight time, looking at both tales from the crypt. All through the house. One from 1972 and other from 1989. The 72 one stars Joan Collins and the 89 one stars Larry Drake. And I can't do that bloody crookkeeper voice. <clears throat> uh, these are two tales of a cheating wife who is well and truly on the naughty list, killing their husbands, uh, but are caught by a Santa Claus, or should that be Claus? So, put another uh, log on the fire. Have some eggnog and a mince pie, as I find out why you better watch out when Santa Claus comes to town. All through the house, 1972. Starring Joan Collins, Martin Bodie, Chloe Franks, and Oliver McCreevy. Plot, a bored wife, kills her husband on Christmas Eve, and is caught by a killer Santa. Now, I know the 1972 one is part of a movie. A good movie, by the way, check it out, it's quite an interesting, um, uh, what's what I'm looking for? Um, shit. Ah, fuck, I've got the name of that thing, we're moving on. Uh, but I'm going to look at this section with Joan Collins. It opens up on a very 70s Christmas tree, and in fact, a very 70s flat. I mean, this place just screams Ikea. Mm. Except it wasn't, this was the 70s, so I'm guessing it's pre-Ikea, I'm moving on. As... Joanne Clayton, played by Dame Joan Collins of Dynasty, The Stud, The Bitch, Star Trek, Abfab, Royals and American Horror Story pokes around a log fire with a brass poker. With Christmas carols blasting on the radio, her husband, played by Martin Bodie, comes into the living room laden down with presents, which she places under the tree with extreme care. As he sits to read the paper, uh, and with a scotch and cigar, as you do, because this was the 70s, does Joanne smash him over the head with said poker, saying, Merry Christmas, coldly. She takes his keys from his pockets and heads to the safe, in which she fishes out the life insurance policy for her husband. Upstairs, her daughter, played by Chloe Franks, calls down for her mother. So she washes the poker uh, with some kitchen roll, as her husband bleeds out on the pure white shag carpet. And that's going to be a bastard to get out, by the way. <laughs> um, she tucks in her daughter as the daughter asks, Has Santa been yet? Because it is, as I said earlier, Christmas Eve. Downstairs she goes to deal with her husband's dead body, but not before a cigarette, and opening her gift of a snowflake brooch. She drags the body out of the living room as radio... As on the radio, rather, the newscaster tells of an escaped mental patient on a prowl dressed as Santa Claus. On hearing this, she locks the front door. Uh, just as Santa, played by Oliver McCreevy, walks up her garden path, ringing a sleigh bell as he does. Discreet, I must say, because you're going to walk around ringing a bell and you're an escaped mental patient. Okay, then. He looks in the windows as Joanne hides in the living room at first dialing 999 for the cops, but stopping when she sees her husband's dead body. Peeking in the windows once more, Santa head round the back. However, Joanne runs to close the back door. Santa grabs at her through the security gate as she slams it shut and locks the doors, running to close the shutters on the windows. Up in her bedroom, her daughter stirs as uh, Joanne throws her husband's 
dead body down the cellar steps. She notices there's no blood, so goes upstairs to a garden trowel to scoop up blood using a sherry glass. Uh, to store it, because it's Christmas time, why not use the sherry glass? Uh, fingerprints, love. Plus, uh, how are you going to explain the huge blood stain on the pure white shag carpet? Ugh, dear, oh dear. Heading back downstairs, she drops blood around the body and then washes the glass in the kitchen sink with cold water. Yeah, love. A quick montage of her cleaning the blood from the shag carpet and burning the blood-splattered newspaper. Later, she washes her hands in a sink using warm soapy water, which is done for a fucking glass. But moving on. Also, wouldn't you be able to scan the hands for blood residue and figure out what she killed? Moving on. Guess this is the 70s before all this stuff. Anyway. Later that night, she puts the life insurance back in the safe and cleans up more to call the cops, but oh no, she's forgot his keys on the table, so she must go downstairs to put them in his jacket. Uh, wait, what? Why don't you just leave the keys on the bloody well table? You tried to say to me, in the 70s, you couldn't leave keys in bowls. <clears throat> Here, she notices her daughter's room is opened, and she's nowhere to be found. Rang around the house, she notices a breeze coming from the curtain, as the front door was opened by her daughter, and Santa Chisrunt choke her to death as the fire dies down. So that was All Through the House 1972, a charming little slice of early 70s horror and I'm just talking about the fashion here. Who in their right fucking minds has a real log fire with a white shag carpet and a crisp white leather sofa? I mean, crime against fashion right there should be fucking killed. Collins is great here playing the cold Bloody's calculating, calculating even bitch she perfected in Dynasty. But there's no... Why? Why did she kill him? What happened to the daughter? Was Santa ever caught? I'm going to give this thing a 6 out of 10. Up next is Season 1, Episode 2 of Tales from the Crypt from 1989. This is pretty much the same story, but with a dark comedic twist. So, sit right there, roasting your chestnuts on an open fire. Here it is, all through the house, 1989. Starring Mary Ellen Trainer, Larry Drake, Marshall Bell and John Kayser. I guess I pronounced his name. Written by Robert Zemeckis. The plot, a cheating wife kills her husband on Christmas Eve and is caught by a killer Santa. Can she survive or... Does the Christmas bell toll for her? After the cool introduction to the show, that I loved as a kid, even loved the Saturday morning cartoon, we see the Crypt Keeper, voiced by John Kaysner, of everything from Tiny Toons, Animaniacs, Scooby-Doo, both Tales from the Crypt movies, to Johnny Bravo, Catdog, not to mention the Tales from the Crypt TV show. Basically, if you're a 90s kid, he is your childhood. Anyway, Crypt Crypt Keeper, can't fucking speak. Is dressed as Santa, and oh god, the puns, they come thick and fast, and I thought things were bad. <laughs> now onto the story itself, which opens up on a snow-covered well, as the camera pulls into a very late 80s home, to a poker held by the, the cheating wife, played by Mary Ellen Parker of Die Hard, check my archives. If a weapon, movies, again, check my archives. And the Goonies, she plants said poker into the head of her husband, played by Marshall Bell of Nightmare on Street 2, Freddy's Revenge, Twins, Total Recall, Starship Troopers and Capote. Campbell saying, Merry Christmas you son of a bitch! No, not as much force as that, but you get my point. So, 
within 72 to 89, they added a bit more venom to her voice and, and also the bad language. <clears throat> and this is where the start of the comedy kicks in, because try as she might, she can't dig the poker out of his head. Just then, her daughter, played by Lindsay Whitney Barry, comes down the stairs uh, just as her mother pulls the poker out of the father's head to ask, has Santa come yet? She quickly pulls her daughter away to bed to be tucked in for the night. But she can't sleep. It's too hot in the house, even though it's fucking snowing heavily outside. So the mother leaves the window open a crack. Again, it's heavily snowing, but it's too warm in the house. Kids. With that, she calls a lover, leaving a message on his machine with the life insurance policy in hand. She then bags her husband's head in a plastic bag, tying off a festive bow, then drinks a brandy. How very Christmas over, how very festive over. <laughs> then she drags the body outside. As on the radio, the news reports of a mental patient has escaped dressed as Santa. Because why not? He's also a woman killer. As she drags the body out, mustering under her breath just how heavy he actually is, the door slams shut, and this is more comedy stuff. Just as she's about to throw the body down the well, does he spring up to life and choke her? So she stands on his neck, killing him. Because a blow to the head for poker, with the pointy end of the poker that is, and being bagged and tied around your neck won't kill you, but a fucking a quick little stand in your throat will get in. And how exactly is she going to explain the body? He, did he wrap his own head in plastic and then take a nosedive down the well while braying himself with the fucking poker? Moving on. She hears bells jingling in a distance, but thinks it's the wind because she's got a wreath on a door. Until Santa, played by the late Larry Drake of Dr. Giggles, Dark One Movies and LA Law swings an axe at her head. Move over Billy and Ricky as a new axe swinging killer Santa in town. She gets away from him by cutting his face with an icicle and a quick kick in the Santa sacks. Armed with the axe, she runs inside. They struggle at the door until she hacks at his arm with the axe. Locking the door, she calls the police. However, she sees her husband's dead body and then just hangs up. Running to lock the back door, the police call back. Before she can answer it, however, Santa smashes in the window with a tire swing and attacks her some more. She brains him with the axe and quickly locks the shutters. The cops call back again to tell her there's an escaped mental patient on the loose. Yeah, the one she's just fighting off, that is. Also, they send around a cop car to check on her, as she is the only house that didn't answer the phone straight away. With 20 minutes to go with a plan to frame Santa, she sets about the frame job, going outside to plant the axe in her husband's head, but she can't do it. Doing it. Uh, I can't fucking speak. But she can't do it. She misses twice, but finally landing it on the third bow, right between the eyes. The umbrella stand she uses to keep the door opened, slams shut and this wakes up the daughter no not the mother screaming no not the window smashing not the telephone ring excessively but a gentle breeze closes the door gently and that wakes up the little brat finding out the door has slammed shut the mother accidentally drops her keys into a grate so she has to pat down her husband and find his keys Hearing bells a jingle all around her, she hurries to find them and then she heads to the door, but she can't shake the feeling she's being watched. Inside, inside she goes to call the cops, but 
just as she was reporting it, she notices the axe is out of her husband's head and Santa has moved. She runs upstairs to get a gun and locks herself in a closet by mistake as the handle comes away in her hand. Just then she sees Santa using a ladder to climb into the open window upstairs. Again, more comedy stuff. To which the daughter is now fully awake and has the window wide open, telling Santa to come in quickly. I knew you were coming. I could hear you jingling. Kids. This is why I don't want kids. They're fucking dumb. As downstairs, the mother is desperately trying to get the door opened. With mere inches before he's in, does she get the door open? Rushing through the house, it's too late. The stupid little brat has let him in. Now, aren't with his axe, all the mother can do is scream. As Santa asks, naughty or nice? Cuts back to the Crypt Keeper, wrapping things up as credits roll. So, that was All Through the House, 1989. Pretty much the same story, but with a dark comedy twist and better acting. I'd say put this on in the background as you wrap your presents. This little piece of festive fear is a real treat. I'm going to give this thing a 9 out of 10. So, come back next week as I wrap up festive fear with Krampus. Don't forget to share, like, comment and subscribe. Also, follow me on Twitter at Pod and email me your suggestions to Reviews at gmail.com. Check out my other horror podcasts of Black Christmas, Santa Slay, Gremlins and more. Happy Holla Slays. Bye bye.